Apple presents events at the Apple Store. Let's take a look at the trailer for Percy Jackson, Sea of Monsters. I heard there was a prophecy about me. It would seem that the prophecy was referring to our annihilation. Our home has come under attack. Who would do this? Luke. Turns out you're not the only half-blood who's hard to kill. The only thing that has the power to save our home is the Golden Fleece. It's in the Sea of Monsters, what the humans called the Bermuda Triangle. A quest for only our finest heroes. This is a bad idea. You don't even know what I was gonna say. You were gonna say that you're going after the fleece. Actually, he was gonna say we were. Hang on to something. That was awesome. Excuse me, we're looking for Hermes? Little insulted you didn't recognize me. We really need your help, and we don't have a lot of time. You twist the cap off this, you release the winds from the four corners of the world. What? No, 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 not in here. Not in here? Tell me those aren't sharks. Those aren't sharks. If there's one thing I've learned, you can't give up on family. gentlemen, please welcome this evening's guest moderator, Kevin Poloi from MTV's Next Movie, and tonight's guests, Logan Lerman and Alexandra Daddario. Hello, hello. Hi. Howdy. How's it going? Alex and Logan, thank you guys so much for, for being here today. Thank you, thank you guys all for, for coming out uh, in support of Percy Jackson, Sea of Monsters. Uh, I want to say hello, Apple Store. I just really wanted to say that. <laughs> this is cool. <laughs> hey, hello. How's it hey. going, everybody? Uh, I'm going to start with a, a few questions of my own, and then we're going to open up the floor to you guys a, a little bit later if you have some questions you, you want to ask these two. So the last time we saw your characters in, in Percy Jackson and the... Uh, uh, the, the 2010 first edition of this movie. Uh, they were venturing through the, the underworld. They were on top of the Empire State Building. They were ultimately saving Mount Olympus. Set, set the stage for us. Where does Percy Jackson and the Sea of Monsters start off? Where, where are you guys in, in, in the second installation? We are, uh, well, you know, at the beginning of this film, uh, well, you know, the first film was like a discovery movie, right? So it's like, you know, Percy's really discovering his, his uh, I guess, I guess his connection to 
you know, the gods and everything. And now in this film, he's immersed in the world, but he's not a hero anymore at the beginning of the movie. Um, they're at the camp, and Percy's really been one-upped by another demigod. And uh, his confidence is pretty low. And we start there. And then the, we find out that the, uh, that the camp's protective border, um, which is a tree, uh, has been poisoned. Uh, and the gang, all of us, uh, Annabeth, Grover, and I, and my new brother, Tyson, uh, who is a one-eyed monster, we, um, we end up going on a, on a journey to, to, uh, to the Bermuda Triangle, the Sea of Monsters, to find the mythical Golden Fleece, which is being protected by, or protected, which is, you know, held captive by Polyphemus. Um, and we're trying to get that back and revive the border and save our camp and save Olympus and the world. And it's an epic, event epic adventure. adventure. It is, it is. Yeah, I hope it, I did a good job, you know, summarizing this movie. It's a tough movie to summarize when you're, it's pretty crazy, you know. The, the Lightning Thief was a, a global, worldwide smash. Uh, this, in these, this series of books uh, by Rick Riordan seemed to get more and more popular by the year. What, what, what types of interactions have you guys had with, with fans of the series that made you guys eager to revisit these characters again? Um, I've, I've found that this is just the most amazing fan base. And you know, you're stepping into something that people already love and know, and there's something really incredible about that. And um, I just, I love, I love the fan base. It's such an enthusiastic, inspired group of kids and people. And um, I think the movie is such a great story and has such a great message. And it's really, really cool to be part of that. Yeah, um, everything she said. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I guess in the past three years, you know, the fan base has really grown a lot, too, uh, since the first movie came out. And uh, I've noticed more people want to see this one. So, you know, it's about time that we, you know, got back together and, and made, made a second film. The, the, the series sort of embellishes on Greek mythology, right? It's, it's almost to a point where it's fan fiction uh, version of Greek mythology. Do you guys ever wonder, do you guys ever hear, hear any stories? I, I have to assume at some point there's a seventh grader writing about Greek mythology and they mention Percy Jackson as the son of Poseidon. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah, I, I know that um, my cousin actually teaches um, English to I forget what grade she teaches, but she she tells me you know she she teaches Percy Jackson in school and she, you know she tells people that I'm her cousin and she it's like you know they think that's the coolest thing ever and that's amazing to me and um, I know that that Percy Jackson really helps you know in addition to being a really interesting story and a really uh, really great fantasy story. I think it really teaches people a lot. So it's great that people are learning it in school, reading it in school. Cool. Uh, well, without further ado, let's take a look at a first film clip. It's a chariot of damnation. Looks like a New York City cab. Same difference. Chap, chap, get in the cab. Yeah, we just had this cab sanitized for your protection. Excuse me, we're trying to get to Florida. <gasps> Our kind of fair. Pricey. Whoa! 
Maybe we should have flown commercial. Uh. Ah! Look out! Calm down. If we didn't know what we were doing, we wouldn't be licensed. They don't have eyes. for that option. That actually looks like a pretty accurate portrayal of a, a ride in a New York City cab, I think, from my experiences. We're, oh, we're, I mentioned the, the, the author of uh, the Percy Jackson series, Rick Riordan. Uh, you know, we were talking about embellishing on the idea of, of Greek mythology. Funny enough, he was, he was a, a middle school teacher. He, he taught Greek mythology. Percy Jackson emerged as a, as a story he told over three nights to his kids as a, as a bedtime story. Uh, I'm curious to know how much interaction you guys have with, with the author. If, is, he, is he involved? Does he show up on set of the films? Uh, do, are you in regular communication with him? No involvement. I've, no I've, involvement. I, I'm thinking if I met him once. I think I met him once. We did. He came the to film. the set of the first film yeah. um, in Vancouver, and he was very nice, but we really haven't nice. seen him since. Yeah. I, I wish we did have more involvement with him and like, uh, you know, communication and everything. Uh, I don't know why that we didn't. Um, but on the first film, yeah, he was really involved in the first film with Chris Columbus, uh, who directed that film. And um, I know that they, they had a, a pretty tight relationship, but, but uh, yeah, we never really spoke with him that, that much. So the, yeah, the first movie was directed by Chris Columbus. Uh, he produces the, the, the second installment. This movie was directed by a man named Thor Frudenthal, which has to be probably the single greatest name in Hollywood, I think. Thor Frudenthal, and he's directed a movie about demigods, by the way. It's very appropriate. Uh, tell us what, what Thor brings to the, to the table for, for the second installment. Well, I mean, uh, you know, his, uh, his tone, uh, his tonal style of filmmaking really matches uh, the books, you know, and what the books are, which, uh, you know, they're very fast-paced and uh, a lot, very, you know, comedic, pretty light and funny, and, um, you know, his past work, like being like, I think, like Diary of a Wimpy Kid, you know, the first film and all that, it kind of matches the tone of this, of this series a lot, and... Um, I think that uh, you know the fans really wanted to see a more accurate portrayal in this, in this film of what you know the tone of the book really is, and I think he really captured that, which is, which I'm is exciting. In this one, and like, she's uh, like the character, so that was a nice change. I think that he he you know he wanted the movie to be closer to the books, and I think um, that's just one example of the the changes he made. Let's see those changes in action. Let's, let's check out another clip. You are here about Hermes? Um, his son, actually. It's kind of important. Yeah, yeah, I could tell them when you burst in, you're all rude like. You're. Hermes! A little insulted you didn't recognize me. My feelings might have even been hurt. I wasn't such a self confident individual. I don't know if you noticed, but I'm killing these shorts. Like a sigh? Just bought it. Hermes, of course. Check it out state of the art sorting, processing, and packaging facility. If you're gonna cross paths or Zeus forbid swords with him, it would be the worst thing in the world to have a thing or two to help you out. Collector's item. Twist the cap off this, you release the winds from the four corners of the earth. Now you tell me that isn't cool. Whoa, 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 no, not in here. Now, you're also, 
You're also gonna want one of these. I hold in my hands a matter eliminator trademark bending. Anything you outline with this will disappear. Gone. Thanks again. They'll never make it. I really like Nathan Fillion. He's really good. Yeah, it had to be ama amazing. Tell us about, uh, about getting to work with him. He's, he's a really cool guy. Well, I mean, you know, this film is like filled with, uh, with cameos and like these great characters and a lot of cool actors get to come in, you know, every week and kind of do their thing. And I'm kind of like, you know, I'm the straight guy to stand there and, you know, do the, my thing. And they get to play around with these great characters. And Nathan is a lot of fun has so many ideas and um, it was really cool to see what, you know, what he brought to the table, you know, his options that he created. It was cool, it was fun. Yeah, I think that's uh, one of the coolest things about this series is you do get a, these cameos that pop up out of the blue. I don't know if you guys noticed in the clip, the first clip we showed, uh, w one of the, I thought was a great Easter egg in this movie, the middle cab driver was Yvette Nicole Brown. Yeah. You guys may recognize from the TV show Community. One of my, my favorite I'm a big characters. fan of Community too, so that was cool. Oh, it's great, that's great. Uh, Percy Jackson has drawn, uh, from, from early stages, has drawn a lot of comparisons to the, the Harry Potter series uh, in, in terms of the adaptation of this, this mega book series to, to film. As we know, those guys spent over a decade, eight movies, uh, the, the, the main trio there. How long can you see yourselves uh, working on Percy Jackson movies? Well, I, I love making Percy Jackson movies. I, if I, you know... I would make Percy Jackson movies till I was 40 if they'd let me. I'm not sure that I'd be right for the character at that point, but um, I think I, I, I think the, the movies are so much fun, and I love this character. I love that she's a very strong female character and a great role model, and I, um, I'd love to make another one, and uh, we'll, see, we'll see if that happens. I, 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 think that, uh, I think that people would like to see another one. Yeah, I have a good time in these movies. You know, they're a lot of fun to make. And um, for me, um, you know, it's really about the fans and, and the people that like, you know, the book. And if, if they like these movies, you know, and if enough people see it, I'm always going to, you know, want to come back and, uh, you, know, you know, fill out the series and do it for them as well, you know. I, I would imagine one of the biggest uh, challenges to working on these films is all of the, the effects and the, the CGI. Uh, you guys are, are battling, constantly battling creatures and, and monsters and, and uh, various foes. Uh, can you t give us some insight to what those, shooting those scenes, what, what's that, what's, what is that like? Are you guys looking, are you, is there a green screen? Are you looking at a tennis ball? T tell us what, those, what, what that, that's like. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit of both. Um, and I think that's, one of the coolest things about making a movie like this for me. I mean, it's not something you learn in acting class. You don't really learn how to work with green screen. And um, it's just cool because you'll, you'll shoot for days in a room that's nothing but you know green around you. And then when you see the movie and you see what they put into that place, it's really amazing because you don't know what to expect. And it's, uh, it's really cool to see all the special effects put in around you. Yeah, I mean, uh uh, when doing the, yeah, I guess, like, visual effects sequences, I mean, they're so, um, I mean, they're so not, like, spontaneous at all. I mean, like, it's so, uh, like, I'll put it this way. They have a lot, of, they have these things called pre-visual animations that are, like, set up through the studio and stuff like that that are basically the whole segment of whatever 
the scene is, like the taxi scene, they have that whole segment like blocked together in an, in an animation and approved by so many people. And you really know what you're doing before you even get there, like shot for shot. And on top of that, they have all this conceptual art and all these things. So when you're there, I mean, it's a green screen, but I mean, you're working off of, but you know what it's going to be like in your mind, like visually, you actually have an idea of what it is. So um, yeah, once you're like prepped with all that, it makes it kind of easy to play around in those frames, which is cool. Cool. Well, I believe we're going to get a look at some of those effects in the, in the next clip. And then we're going to open it up to the floor for, for questions. Tell me those aren't sharks. Those aren't sharks. Paddle! Yeah, sharks would be better. It's Charybdis! Charyb... What? She guides the sea of monsters! Hold on! Also much like a New York City cab ride. Yeah. yeah. All right. Do we have some questions from the crowd? Hi, Logan. Hi, Alexandra. Uh, did you ever read the Percy Jackson books? If yes, what was your favorite Percy Jackson book and why? Um, I've read the first and the second book. Um, and I read the first book before I did the first movie and the second book before I did the second movie. I... I love them both. I like I like the first book, you know, setting up all the characters, being introduced to the story. But I think I think this this book, the second book and the second movie, it's just you know, it's really exciting. It's the sea of monsters. There's a lot of monsters. It's uh, it's just really a fun big story, and uh, I really I really liked it. And uh, yeah, and I, and I only looked at the first two as well so far. And if we do the third one, I'll do read the third one as well and all that. Um, but um, picking favorites is hard. That's hard. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I enjoy them both. You know, they're, they're fun. They're fun books. Thank you. Hello. Um, this is for Logan. Um, what do you like doing with movies that have big special effects rather than doing it like perks of being a wallflower, uh, what are the differences that you like in, the, in both of them and what do you like similarly? First of all, you're wearing an Imagine Dragons t-shirt, I think, right? She was in that video and that's really cool. Cool, I didn't um, notice. I just wanted to point that's that awesome. out. Yeah. Oh, that's great. They uh, put on great shows, sorry. But to your question, um, yeah, I mean, the, the major difference is that um, I guess, you know, Percy Jackson film or a big visual effects driven action film or something like that, adventure movie, is really physically hard to make. And Perks is very, or something like that, you know, like a smaller film, but, you know, more character driven or something. Um, yeah, is, is, is emotionally taxing. <laughs> um, I enjoy both of them. They're, you know, they're, they're different. They're really different, um, yeah, types of movies to make. Um, but I, I can't say I like one more than the other or 
anything like that, but, uh, but they're fun worlds, both of them. You know. Give it up for Perks of Being a Wallflower, by the way, if you saw that movie last year. That, I have to say, personally, probably the best thing I saw last year. If you haven't seen it, it's on DVD and Blu-ray. Thank you. Um, I love the first movie, by the way. You guys are very talented. Um, if you weren't doing this movie, what would you be doing? You know, if you weren't an actor or actress, and what advice do you have for up-and-coming actors? Um, I'm not sure what I would be doing if I wasn't an actress. I got sucked in pretty early, and I decided pretty early on that this was all I really wanted to do. Um, so I didn't have much time to think about something else. But, you know, I probably, if, if I hadn't, hadn't had the opportunity to be an actress. I, my parents are lawyers, and I think I, I could have followed in their footsteps. I wouldn't have had as much fun, I don't think. But She'd make a great lawyer. <laughs> Tough. Um, and uh, what was the second part of the question? Advice, yes. I think the toughest thing that I encountered when I decided to be an actress was, you know, and I think this is with any profession, anything you choose to do, there are a lot of, you know, people will give you their opinions on what you should do, and you'll have a lot of self-doubt sometimes, and I think, I think the main thing to do is, is follow your heart and try to, try not to doubt yourself, um, and you'll sort of learn that as you get older, it's a lot of through experience, but I think following your heart and working really, really hard is the best thing you can do. Um, and, and yeah, just try not to be too hard on yourself. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, um, I, I really love movies. I really love film. Uh, I kind of fell into acting as a means to, you know, get my foot in the door for just being on a movie set. So, um, the dream route as like a kid of like something that I'd like to do would, would have been of like filmmaking. Probably would have gone to film school and uh, tried to be a director, like you know something like that. Um, but I really enjoy what I do right now, so this is great. Um, advice for you know you know people that 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 are that that want to you know start acting. Well, first off, you know, just, just do it. You know, there's so many platforms nowadays. Like, YouTube is great. Um, you know, you can create your own material. You can go on stage. You can be part of your school plays. You can do local theater. I mean, there's so many ways of doing it. Um, but the main thing, like, the main piece of advice uh, that I would give would be uh, that I learned um, the hard way sometimes is just trust your instincts, you know? Um, trust your personal taste um, don't let anybody tell you to do anything differently than the way that you truly believe, uh, you know, you, uh, should do it, I guess. So, trust your instincts. So, Logan, will we, will we see you direct someday? Maybe. <laughs> I, I'm not sure. I'd really like to. Um, uh, eventually, when the timing's right. Cool. If you guys could play any other character in, a, in the movie, who would it be and why? For me, I think... Gotta think about this. <laughs> Give him some time. Um, for me, I, you know, I really like that in this movie there are two really strong female characters, and I think it's a little bit cheating to say that I'd love to play Clarice, but, and also I think Levin Rambin does her so wonderfully. But 
I think, you know, I really like this really strong, tough female character and, and the girls and the boys are on equal footing in the movie and in the books and I love that character. And also, I, I love Tyson. I think he's, he's such a cute, interesting, um, interesting character. And I think that would be really something very different for me. That would be really cool. But, you know, I'm a girl, so I can't really do it. But <laughs> hey, that's not true, yeah. Um, I, I think Grover has the most fun, maybe. I think that his character is a lot of fun. Um, you know, I think, yeah, yeah, there's something about Grover that would be a fun, like, character to play around with in just, yeah, everything that he has to do. He's got, he's got the wisecracks. He's got the, why. yeah, and the wisecracks. Wise and he got the, the no, but he also gets the, like, physicality of, like, the goat legs and everything that Brandon does so well that, um, like, you probably, like, wouldn't think about when you're watching the movie, but he's doing, like, the whole, you know, walk and everything the whole time, and it seems so natural, and... I think that the physicality of that character would be fun as well, mixed with the wisecracks. And the horns. Yeah. The horns, of course. Hi, this question's for Alexandra. Um, what's the difference between doing TV shows like White Collar or Parenthood and movies, and which do you prefer? Um, I, I like both TV and film. I've, I found that the biggest difference is the, um, just the pace. Uh, TV's a little bit faster than film. You've, you have a little bit more, more time with film. Um, but I think there's amazing characters in, in, in both mediums and amazing TV shows. And uh, um, that's pretty much the only difference is the pace, you know. Um, but uh, there's just some amazing stuff going on in, in both worlds. Can we give a shout out to how good Parenthood is too? By the way, yeah, we have a lot it's a of good show. we have a lot of friends on Parenthood too, and, and everyone is so. It's just I was I felt so excited and lucky to be on that show for a little bit. It's a great show. Everyone should watch it if they haven't seen it's it. It's a really good show. Agreed. Um, I know you're. This is a Logan. I know you're really into films and like kind of have an interest in directing. Is there anything that you picked up on that? Thor did with this movie that maybe wasn't something that Chris did or some like trick that he did or that you appreciated or you hope the fans will react to? Some, something that, yeah, I mean, well, his his style is really cool. He has like a really good, uh, like a really good understanding of uh, of his of his edit before he even films the scene and, um, yeah, he has a really good a really good. Uh, uh, way of, of knowing his pacing as he's shooting and knowing what's going to work before it's going to happen. And a lot of directors don't, I mean, you know, everybody has their strengths in different areas. But that's one thing about Tor that is, uh, that's, that makes him so good at what he does. Yeah. I admire that. How's it going? All right. Hey, I have a question for Logan. How does it feel to have worked with such a long list of amazing actors such as Russell Crowe and Jim Carrey to now uh, leading as a, as a star lead in, the, in Percy Jackson films at such a young age? Um, uh, you know, I feel really fortunate to have learned from some really cool guys. And um, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, leading a movie, I mean, yeah, it's crazy. It's a tough responsibility to have, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, they're they're, I mean, those two in particular, 
uh, were really influential in how I approach, you know, just working on a set. And um, I think, uh, you know, I really learned a lot from them about uh, making everybody feel comfortable, you know, when you're working. And that's a big part about, you know, I guess uh, being a lead. Because I always looked up to them when I was on the set, you know, and um, they, uh, they, they were very good at making all the actors feel comfortable and everybody working on the set, the whole crew. So I, I uh, yeah, and they're down to earth. So I think I really took that, like, away from them and try to go into, uh, I guess, these sets with that same that same energy. Um, a question for Logan. Uh, and before that, just a shout out. My little girl's wearing her Camp Half-Blood shirt. Hey, cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice shirt. Um, I, have the, just, I have the same one. Just wanted to ask if um, you're looking forward to moving on from um, you know, the teen fantasy adventure because you're doing Fury with Brad Pitt and then you're, you've just done Noah with Aronofsky. So what's the future going to be like? Um, I don't know what the future is going to be like. I mean, um, uh, I don't know. I, I like every genre. I mean, I like all genres of movies. Um, uh, I'd like to not be too repetitive, try different things. And um, if I'm fortunate enough, try to work with filmmakers that I really like. So I guess that's my game plan or like what I'd like to do right now. Yeah. Great. Thank you guys so much for your questions. Thank, Thank you. Guys. Thank you to Logan and Alex Thanks for being for here. Out. Make sure to check out Percy Jackson Sea of Monsters. It opens Wednesday, August 7th. You don't even have to wait till Friday. It opens next Wednesday. Uh, check it out. Thanks, Thank you everybody. Guys. Thank you guys so much. Thanks for coming out. Thanks, Apple.